Hi there. Good evening. Uh, good. <laughs> can you hear me okay? Mic check. Very clearly. Awesome. Awesome. So what's going on, man? What's up? What's going on? Really? Well, I got to be the one to tell you what's going on. I think you already know what's going on, sir. You stay Come in on. the morning. Girl, you can do it. I can do it. Put my back into the no. <laughs> Okay, wrong song. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, if I talk about anything, you know exactly my go-to subject these days. My grandbaby. My brand new, uh, my brand new um still smell like baby grandbaby. Uh-oh. Right. Man, that is Nana's baby. He is Nana's big boy. He is Nana's handsome man. He's Nana's everything. Blue Logan Martin. That's Nana's baby. Um, my daughter is a millennial because she named a baby after a color. However, um, I still love him. He is just a sweet baby. And I've discovered that I've become one of those crazy old people that run up to people in the, in the supermarket randomly and show pictures of my grandbaby. Like, no, I don't no. know. Probably your grandbaby. Nothing, right, there's nothing wrong with it, but I be ambushing uh, strangers. Like, I am the person that I used to see. Be like, I don't really want to see you. I don't nobody even know you. I guess what I didn't know about um, grandparents that did that what's was that name? Blue what? what's his full name? His name is Blue Logan Martin hyphen Boswell. Wow, he sound like he's a doctor or somebody's taxes or something. So uh, <laughs> right, I'm like uh, you <laughs> she gave him um well, she chose the first name Blue. Logan is her father's middle name. Her last name is Martin, and then she hyphenated with the father's last name. So that wow. baby gonna be jacked up in kindergarten, trying to figure out how to spell his dadgum name. So yeah, he's, he's gonna yeah, it's gonna take him a while to learn that. Yeah, especially the the two last names for it. It's gonna, but I'm gonna get my baby right together. I'm gonna get my baby right together. So he going to have a whole lot of skill and knowledge at the hands of his Nana. My Nana, and then I'm going to teach him how to say, my Nana taught me that. My Nana said it's okay to do that. Oh, them going to be his favorite words. He's going to be doing all kind of stuff. My Nana said. (laughs) So, but yeah, you know, I was going to say that the difference with what I found out about being um, a grandparent is that like all the other people I used to see like show their grandkids and stuff in the store pictures. And I'd be like, why would they do that? Don't nobody want to see that ugly ass baby. Right. But what I realize now is the grandparents simply don't care. Like, I don't give a damn who who don't want to see my baby. I don't care if you don't want to see him. Guess what? You see him. Guess what? Hey, how you doing? See somebody else with a baby? Don't make eye contact because I'm coming up with that's just the extra love that's all he's just so awesome I had him today I've been keeping him while my um while my daughter she's got a brand new job so she's you know really really fortunate she's got a 
a really good job and um so I'm just helping out keeping the baby for a few weeks until she can excuse me get my daycare and so oh, no it's gonna be one of those episodes no it's not no it's not because I haven't even taken any bit of drill okay um uh I'm good I just finished eating some pineapples some fresh pineapples I picked a really really good one this time it was sweet and delicious and juicy Mm, oh. mm, mm. So oh. it was really that pineapple. <laughs> How could you eat it? It was really delicious. Um, right now, here's the thing: I thought the pineapple was cut into rings, right? Because it was like in a canister. It was in the produce department, but it was in a canister, and I'm like, it's got to be rings, right? What's the drill with the pineapple? No, this this show is not brought to you. Today's show is not brought to you by Benadryl. Okay. Today's show is brought to you by a good ass pineapple. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was the best pineapple. But here's why I got tricked though. It was in the canister. I thought it was cut into rings. No, it was just the it had a hole in the middle making it look uh-huh. like rings, but it was just the one sphere. So I had to like pull it out and cut it up myself. But it still was it still was Awesome. It was very sweet and just I love delicious fresh pineapple. That's like because I hate a sour pineapple. Like who likes one sour? No one likes a sour pineapple, but this one was delicious. It was sweet. It was just ripe enough. It was I picked a good one. So oh, wow. when I go back to the grocery store next week, and this probably sounds like way too much, <laughs> way too much conversation about a pineapple. But it was just that damn good. Then when I go back to the grocery store next week, I'm gonna just try to just take my time and pick another good one. So people will know. Oh, uh, well, depends on what per people are. But I go to Schnooks Markets here in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I know they have Schnooks Markets across St. Louis and Illinois. Not sure about what other states they may have Schnooks in, but because um, they're corporate, uh, they're corporate out of St. Louis, so. But that, I know that they are in Illinois, so I'm not sure how. Yeah, they they soon enough you will. Um, but yeah, they have some really good produce. But you know, sometimes people be sleeping on produce. I'm sorry. The sexual pineapples from snow. You know what? Why would you? Why would you do this? Why would you do that? Sexual. I was no, uh, it's not. It wasn't it's supposed to be sexual. Everything else. But why would it? Why would it be sexual though? It's not supposed to be sexual. This this podcast finna take a hard left right now. I got a feeling. This is the part where the cart gets away from the horse. But oh well, here we go. Ain't should be no kids listening. Um, why is why is it a sexual? I don't understand. Pineapples are pineapples. Pineapples are not sexual. What makes pineapple sexual? The way you put it in your mouth and your lips. Um, the way you, you bite down and you know get the juice. Well, that would you don't want to. Oh man, this hard left is just we can hit a brick wall. We we finna hit a brick wall. You wouldn't want to see me the pineapple ring because man, I get I get jiggy with it. Like it's not cute. Now the pineapple spears, like they have pineapple spears. Mm. 
you might get that from the pineapple so you might be like you know what girl <laughs> go on with that <laughs> i can't watch you eat the pineapple spears go on that girl go on you might have to be like that with the pineapple spears but the rings you'll be like girl you got juice running all down your hand what it yeah the, no good way huh you know what because I, I should use utensils, but I don't. I just got to get right in there with my hand out. <laughs> this finna go. I don't even know what kind of cover. I don't know what kind of podcast this gonna be today. Um, <laughs> uh, well, okay. So pineapples are full of nutrients. They're full of vitamin C, and they're good for you. That is why I eat pineapple. I'll wait. Do you dispel any of that? Hmm? Don't tell me you got nervous and the phone was just, you didn't know what to do. You all right over there? We didn't lost my co-host. Let me, I don't know. You okay? I'm bummed. Okay, no, it's like uh, help him up off the floor. What happened? I guess it was that sloppy sweet pineapple. <laughs> I am, I am so not gonna go there with you. <clears throat> I have watermelon too. Hey, look, if that helps, I have watermelon too. <laughs> watermelon don't sound as sexy though as pineapple though. No, it doesn't. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, but yeah, I love pineapples. So, do you like pineapples? Yeah, they're very good. Yeah. Well, depend. I mean, you gotta pick. Oh, yeah. pineapple and Himalayan salt is very good. Have you ever tried that? <gasps> I'm sorry. <gasps> I can't. No, no, I'm sorry. Pineapple with salt. With Himalayan pink salt, you put it Ew. on the pineapple. I had some Himalayan pink salt body um scrub like I, for the bath. It was good. No, but you put it on the pineapple, it makes the pineapple more sweeter. Really? Yeah. And where where did this come from? You know where where we we gonna have to try that? I, I found that on a vegan websites or whatever, and they said that um, but it's true. When you put the Himalayan salt on a pineapple, it's much sweeter. Hmm. Well, where does one buy Himalayan pink salt from? I don't think they have that here. Um, you cut out because I can't hear you. Or that, or you just drop the phone and go get you some pink Himalayan salt, one or the other. Oh, we dropped the phone tonight. You what? Uh-uh. <laughs> we going down that rabbit hole, huh? <laughs> we going to ride this one out. Okay. Well, goodness. Um, Boy, somebody feeling froggy this evening. What's what's <laughs> What's got you froggy? Pineapples. I'm 
try. <clears throat> okay. Um, okay. Well, you know what? I will make sure that um, I'm going to just keep pineapples on deck on a regular basis. How about that? For me and for you. How about that? That's very good. Okay. Both can enjoy the pineapple. I'll, I'll enjoy, I can't even get this out. <clears throat> oh, I can't believe I put to say this. <clears throat> I can't say it. Can't say it. I was getting ready to say, but I can't say it. We'll just both enjoy the pineapples. Okay, I'm grown. I'm going to say it. I'll enjoy the pineapples firsthand. You enjoy the pineapples secondhand. Everybody wins. Mm. <laughs> Sweet lava juice. Okay, so turn the page. So, um, what about your day? How, how, how was your day? It was okay. It was okay. Is that all? Huh? I said, is that all? It was just okay? Yeah. Okay. Well, what would have meant? I, mean, I, I, I learned um, being out here where I'm at, I was um, trying to get this chicken sandwich mm-hmm. and selling out the chicken sandwich. Really? Still? I, yeah. For, for um, four days, they sold out a chicken sandwich. Was it Popeyes or one of them restaurants like that? It was Chester's. Uh-huh. Just the barbecue chicken sandwich was two for four, and it kept selling out every day. Mm, mm, mm. And I couldn't understand why that sandwich kept selling out every day. Okay. And no, I'm just saying. Well, people go. Wait, you never got it. I thought it was going. I thought it was going to be a moral to the story. Like I finally got it, and I no, see no. why. I never got it. Oh. Um, mm. Well, I'm very sorry. Yeah, it's bad business. Do they <laughs> bad business? Do they sell it where you're at now? No. No. They don't have chesters over here. Over here. No, I love I your New York accent. I love your accent. Yeah. Mm. Is that? That's a good thing. Mhm. That accent is hot like pineapples. <laughs> oh my goodness! Just call me butter because I'm on a roll, baby. <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> um. Goodness. Okay, so you didn't get your chicken sandwich. Um, I, you know what? Before, right before we came on the air, I wanted to introduce to you the idea. And I don't know if this is something. Um, I know some. I know some guys that do it, but I don't know if this is something that you do to help you relax. What about a bubble bath? Are you a bubble bath kind of guy? No. No. I don't. I'm not a bubble bath. I'm not. What if you had company in said bubble bath? 
They're not different. I mean, a jacuzzi <laughs> bubble bath is something different than a regular bubble bath. Got you. Okay. Like okay. a grown man shouldn't come home and just throw Mr. Bubbles in the tub by himself and be <laughs> like, he's in the tub with Mr. Bubbles after he went to work the 40 hour shift or whatever. <laughs> that that don't look right. <laughs> Oh well, if you you know what, when you dress it up like that, I would I would agree. <laughs> Yo, you know what I seen that was really really raunchy. Oh, oh, uh, wait, 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 no, wait a minute. It, it reminded me of a bad of the um tub and stuff. What um, was very I I don't, uh, we're going ahead. Okay, go ahead. Has um Sesame Street on it. The first episodes of Sesame Street mm-hmm. with um, Bert and Ernie mm-hmm. in the bathtub is is really some extra stuff. If you look at the first episode of Sesame Street, Lord have mercy. You can really see the gay overtones in Sesame Street. Really? Now you got. Now you're gonna make me Google um, the first episode of Sesame Street. So the episode of Sesame Street, you just see if something wrong. Just <laughs> and something like, right. Something, something wrong. I'm going to have to go and take a look and do a little investigation. Ernie obsession with the bathtub and, and Bert, it didn't, it didn't make any sense. Did they at some point didn't they start washing each other or something like that? Like one washed the other back or something like that, or did something weird happen? Yeah, it was something like that. And then I was just looking like this was nineteen sixty nine when this came out. I'm like No, no, what led you? What led you to the video? Did you see something? What what I, made you just think maybe watch it? I said, Okay, here goes Sesame Street. I said, Let me look at the first episode to see what the first episode was like. Cause it was on HBO Max when ah. you looking for stuff to watch. Okay. And I've seen this and I was just like, mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Jim Henson, he must have had some stuff with him, boy. That is wow. Well, it was the we're going into the sixties. They had all kind of sorry, they had all kind of stuff uh oh. popping. Yeah, between the drugs and the, you know, the hidden innuendos. And back then, kids wouldn't pick that up. Hell, in the 80s, we didn't pick it up. You know? Um, Stuff in the 80s. <laughs> he picked up a lot in the 80s. I didn't. I was a little naive, sir, in the 80s. And sometimes in the new millennial, but more in the 80s. Like, I didn't. I was always a little, little slow getting to the party. We knew what was going on. I was not exposed. See, maybe that's how they did things in New York, but in California, nope. I was hiding out. I was playing, talking to the old ladies on the block, playing with the little Mexican kids. Yeah. In the 80s, I was um, running numbers. Um, Somehow I believe that. I was. I believe I was, it. I was playing numbers for people. 
That's, then that's, a, that's a New York thing now. I mean, it probably wasn't really against the law, was it? Well, I mean, I guess it was against the law, but nobody stopped me. Right. He's a kid. Just let him do it. <laughs> He's good. Let him do it. <laughs> and I and listen to the old people's stories and stuff. They used to talk about... Um, World War Two and being in the army and all that stuff. Man, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, that's so funny because mine was such the opposite. I would like hang out with these. When I look back, I was like I was hanging out with the Golden Girls, but back then, I mean, they just oh no, you know me. I was super friendly as a kid, so um, it's so funny too because. It wasn't a whole lot of black people on our block. And I guess like we moved first and I think we was the second black family on the block. And then a couple more popped up and the Mexicans popped up and there was still like four older white ladies that all their husbands had passed and they was holding on. They was holding on to their black boy. And there's one, I would walk to school every day. I'm probably maybe third grade maybe fourth grade and I walked past and she would always talk to me. She'd be pruning all the rose bushes and she was like, you know, maybe seventies then. And her little friend would never speak to me. I speak to her and she just cut her eyes at me. And I was like, Oh, she must not like black people. And, um, but I kept talking to the one lady long enough. And then one day the one lady wasn't out there and the other one was, I spoke. But she didn't say that I spoke again. I made her talk to me. And then after we broke the ice, I was my best friend too. They used to bring me cookies and stuff. We got you some cookies. Oh, thank you. Well, yeah, I used to like old people like that. Then I remember when um the because again this California eighties they had the Night Stalker was out the the serial killer, and um he had hit near our neighborhood in Los Angeles. And I remember they would watch, because I had to walk through an alley to get to school. And um, okay, I didn't have to, I used to shortcut through the alley. And they were like, don't you shortcut in the alley. We don't know why. And they would stand out and watch me until they couldn't see me no more, watch me go around the corner and up the street. <sighs> they really did like me, it was my old buddies. So many childhood memories. They, the book, aka the boogeyman. Mm. Uh, Robert Ramirez. Mm-hmm. Yep. AKA the boogeyman. They didn't want him AKA to get AKA the Cecil Hotel. He lived mm. in the Cecil Hotel, right? Oh. Excuse me. But yeah. Um. Mm, I don't know. That was my. We didn't have a whole lot of stuff happening in our hood directly we was kind of tucked out the way but you know i seen enough i think i seen enough stuff i'm glad i never seen anything really hard you know what i'm saying because i think it would have probably tainted my vision of how the world is you believe in ghosts you know what sir we not gonna have this conversation no i'm asking do you i i believe in spirits yes a ghost is a spirit. You ever so had an uh, experience? Uh, other than with the holy one, no. Uh, and no. I, don't, I don't care to. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't go knocking on doors I don't want open. So, no, again. 
I'm just asking because everybody has a, a story or a ghost story or something. I don't because I don't play around with them. Like I said, I don't knock on doors. I don't want to open. So if you knock on certain doors, you're going to have those stories and experiences to tell. I don't choose to have those stories, those stories and experiences. Well, you know, to you tell, never so. walked nowhere and seen something that you was like, no, this ain't right. Mm, nope. Not me. When I first moved here to um, St. Louis, my cousins, the one girl cousin I always tell you about, her and her friends took me and my sister. We went to they. We walked all the way through this neighborhood. We were going to this to this um, movie theater or arcade or something like that. And on the way back, we cut through a cem- on the way back at dusk, we cut through a cemetery mm-hmm. until until we get to the cemetery and they all break off running in different directions and who couldn't keep up with Shell? Man, I had a fit. No, I just had a fit. And I think the ghost was like, she's got enough issues right now. Let's leave her be. Because I had a fit. They had to come back and get me. Because I stood that motherfucker. I clown. I hollered. I hollered. They... You basically hollered just because they left They left me. It was dusk. We'd only been here like two weeks. Mm. I didn't know my way home. And they left me. All I see is everybody went in scattered direction. And I was like... I was like 14, 15... Yeah, I had a fit. They came back and got me. <laughs> you must have really been hollering. When I tell you, man, so they came back and got me. We walking through there. We walked through the uh, mausoleum, and it um, I didn't dawn on me that they. I don't know if it was because this was a uh, well, no, it wasn't summertime. It was maybe spring. No. It was it was it was winter time. It had to be, but it wasn't a real cold day. And um it wasn't a real cold day. But we walked through this mausoleum and it was like real cold in this one area. And it didn't dawn on me that somehow, you know, they had to keep those bodies on ice maybe because they weren't buried. And so um had to be the temperature had to be different, but I just knew that was just all kinds of scariness coming to get me. Then every time I, I step somewhere, it's like, oh, you stand on somebody's head. Oh, you stand on somebody's grass. Oh, you stand on their arm. Ooh, you, it just, yeah, freaked me out. Freaked me out. So, I, uh, when I was a kid, I just really didn't do cemeteries. As I got older, though, I actually found them kind of peaceful. Cause people started dying when I got to be an adult and I started learning how to handle death. Um, I... I won't say that I was okay with them, but I didn't get freaked out like I used to, and I, I found them kind of peaceful, you know. Um, now, I'll be honest, there is a, because my dad is a veteran, so when my mother passed away, she got buried where all the veterans, like Jeff, they call it Jefferson Barracks uh, uh, Cemetery is where they put all the vets and stuff. And so, um, my mom went there because she was married to my dad. And so, like, you know, day of the funeral, of course, we had a guide in and out. But then I think for the next, maybe that next Thanksgiving or something, I don't do going to the cemetery to visit people because they're not there. The only thing there is just a shell. Their spirit is descended to wherever they was going and they gone. So I don't do going to cry over. I don't do that. I don't go to cemeteries like that. My daddy wanted to go. And so, um, 
My dad has a very old school knowledge and he ain't trying to learn a new something like daddy. Mama's not there. Why are we going? I want to go see your mom. Um, mom is chilling somewhere else. Um, if there was a digger up, you wouldn't want to see her. Trust me. But he made us go out there and I got so turned around in this cemetery and it was getting dark too. Uh-huh. Man, if I get caught and it wasn't well lit, because you know they got all of them little skinny pathways that go winding and open. Man. I was like, if we get stuck out here at nightfall, come. Oh, my. We almost did. We got out when the sun was going down, but I told my daddy, uh, somebody else will have to bring you next time you come out here. Not only on top of the fact it was 45 minutes from my house, but I was like, I'm not playing that game again. And that was the last time I went out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, nah, I, I love you now, but God forbid anything happened to you. I got to say all my goodbyes when you a bug ground, because once you hit the dirt, I just had oh, to. No, I'm going to come back for you. Oh, shit. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I told you this podcast is over. <laughs> Don't you come back for me. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. You so silly. My mama told me that because I know we look, we coming to the bottom of the hour. But look, my mama told me when she passed, she said a bunch of stuff, and and she was just. I was questioning why she was leaving everything to my daddy, and I'm like, I'm the one handle all the business. Why are you leaving everything to him? I said he only all he gonna do is ask me to help him. And she was like, and that's what you're going to do. If you don't help him, I'm going to come back and I'm haunting the shit out of your ass. Hey, why you got to say it like that? I was good. I was good. I helped him, but I don't need threats of you returning. Bro. Anyway. Yo, stuff happens. Stuff like that. Stuff happens. I used to dream about her all the time. And I used to have really, really crazy yeah, dreams. My mom's passed. And I was in the casino. My mother used to love casinos, and I swear I seen my mother walk past in the casino. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm on my way home, and I take the I'm on the bus or whatever. This is when I had an iPhone. Mm-hmm. I take a picture and all that mm-hmm. other stuff, and I go home and look at the picture, and I could look and see like I see my mother in the picture. Mm-hmm. For real, and I still, and I kept that iPhone. I still had that picture on that iPhone. Well, you, my my, my sister, my sister, Jesus, my daughter tells me that the night that my mom passed, because we were, you know, we was expecting, because she was sick, and they gave us a wind down. It was like she probably got about twenty four hours. So this particular night, first of all, you have to know my mom and dad. I'm going to try to make this story super quick. My mom and dad could be quite honored to each other. My dad is super extra. So my dad was literally sitting because he. my dad is fascinated with death for some reason. My dad was sitting because he wanted to watch my mother transition. I want to see her leave this earth. Ew. And so knowing my mother like I know her, my, my mom would be like, that's morbid. No. I just, just know her like I know her. So uh, my dad was like, he said it was about 3.30 in the morning, 3 in the morning, something like that. And he washing clothes. He had been washing because he just, he couldn't sleep. And so he um, heard the, the washer stop. And so he went downstairs. He'd been watching my mom the whole time. He's like, I'm watching her breathe. Chest going up and down. 
I went downstairs, put the clothes and dry, come back up, and your mama gone. <laughs> and that just tickled me because I was like, that's so honorary. My mom would do that, be like, can you just go on somewhere? Like, what you sitting watching before? Hilarious. So my my daughter swears that um, near around that time, she said she thought it was a, a dream, but she said she dreamed that my mom, you know, um, stuck her head in her bedroom door. We were living in a separate residence back when I had a house. She said she had a dream that my mom stuck her head in her bedroom door. And she said, cause my mom used to love to go to the casino too. And so she um, she said, hey, Grand, what's up? She said she stepped in and she had a suitcase. And she said, um, baby, um, I'm getting ready to take off. I want you to uh, take care of your sister and take care of your mama. And, and you know, your grand, I love you. And she was like, okay. And she just thought she was taking a trip. And then she, you know, in this supposed dream, she was gone. And then um, she said about 10 minutes later is when I called and told her that my mom, because I called him in the middle of the night, I called and told her that, you know, my mom had passed. She was really close to my mother. And she was like, I thought I was dreaming, but I kind of think that, you know, Grand stopped by on her way out to say goodbye to me. Um, I don't know what the whole suitcase was representation of, but she believes that if you ask her, she believes that it was my mom. You know, yeah, tell, telling her goodbye. So, um, and what did I do honoring me? I was like, well, why wouldn't she tell me goodbye? I'm the one changed the diapers. I'm the one wiped the ass. I'm the one did all the doctor's appointments. She just bolted and didn't say nothing to me. But she comes to say goodbye to you. She's like, mama, uh, everybody know I was her favorite. Oh, okay. But I mean, it's, it's one of those things. One of those things. So... Yeah. Never know. Anyway, yeah, yeah. You know, like I said, that's what I said. I don't not believe. I just know what doors I want to knock on and which ones I don't. So, anyway, anyway. Um. So, what you gonna close us out with? Oh, uh, I don't know because it's been all over the place. <laughs> I know. Right. We done went from pineapples to to uh to to uh devo. Yeah. Spirits and yeah, no pineapple with gay puppets. Right, (laughs) from pineapples to puppets. You right, you are so right. (laughs) You did this. I don't know. Don't look. I hope you ain't nothing crazy before you go to bed. You gonna have dreams tonight. (laughs) Oh no, ain't. You want me come see you in your dream? I'll come see you in your dreams tonight. How about that? With a pineapple. What a p- <laughs> nasty. No. <laughs> well, you are hilarious. Um, okay, yeah, we we've been all over the uh we've been all over um the place, but that's that's okay though. That's okay. You had a long day, you had a long weekend, and so I'm I'm glad that you back on the road and you're moving and grooving again and you know, um yeah. Shout out to, to Little Hustle. You know what? See, we almost made it through a whole episode without you mentioning Cortez Hustle, my other my mother sidekick, not sidekick, my other co-host. So, <sighs> I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. But we almost, we almost made it. Don't have big hustle. 
you gotta have a little tiny hustle. Now, now it's a tiny hustle. It went yeah. from being a little hustle to a tiny hustle. Little tiny hustle. <sighs> Babe. Pineapples. I need a cold word when I need to get us trouble. Pineapples. Pineapples. Oh, pineapples. Little tiny hustle. Pineapples. Okay. Little tiny hustle. What? Little tiny hustle. Pineapples and a little tiny hustle. Okay. That don't grow. There you go. And there you have it. So, um, I guess until next time we are able to get on with the people. Um, what have should be Benadryl and soda. I have no I've not had no Benadryl in like three whole days. Aren't you proud? Okay. You shouldn't be proud. about the people online because they know they, they listen to this, they like Benadryl and soda. No. Benadryl. We're gonna be creating uh Benadryl junkies out there. They're gonna be like, Oh, that's the joint. Let me get a Benadryl and drink it with an energy drink and see what happens. Confused the hell out of their little system. I want to go to sleep, but I can't. Oh man, goodness gracious! We got to think of um, like when we close out, we got to think of something, something. How we gonna close out every time we do this? And it, other than uh, 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 in life, you gotta have a little hustle. We're not doing that. We gotta close out with something. This people. No, we have to close out with something distinctive to our podcast. This is the possible word podcast. So we, we gotta we gotta have a nice little slogan. You know, okay. something that you say and something that I say. I'm gonna get us right together. Yeah, huh? you go ahead with the possible word. Yeah. Oh me. Uh oh, the possible word right now. Um if you have grandkids, love them and show your grandkids picture to every random stranger that you see. That's the possible word for the day. The possible word for the day is that might work. It might not work. Who knows? But your job is to not care if it works or not. You just run up on people and, hey, once my grandchild, boom, right there. Look at all that cuteness. Look at all that cuteness. And that's, that's the way you possible. do it. That's your possible word for the day. Yep, that's the way I do it. Anybody punch me? Anybody good punch me yet? There it is. <laughs> right, right. Well, I'm good, sir. So I will talk to you. Um, I guess next time we podcast. Yes, and um, still stay away from little tiny hustles. Everybody got to have that a little. That don't grow. That don't. But what if the hustle does grow? It doesn't. It does. What if it does? Viagra. Oh, we finna go. Goodbye. Okay, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming out. Good night. God bless. We finna go. Uh-uh. <laughs>